everyone and welcome to Pro Wrestling Aquals Casual Friday, my personal hell, where Oscar... Wait. Oscar? Hey, Owen. This feels familiar. Why is it warm here? <laughs> well, we've turned back the hourglass and returned you midpoint into the world of Mortal Kombat and the Takes Bakery. Oh no, is this is this Takes Bakery story time? No, Owen. This is Oscar Explains Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath! Oh no. Test your might. Oscar, I told you, everyone hated those Mortal Kombat podcasts. Why are we doing another one? Because you know what you did, and now you must atone for it. He must win? Oh, Owen, he must win. Well, I hope that he's not me, because I lose every time. Well, well, that's the thing, is, he must win so that he can lose. Oh, God. All right. Let me explain to the folks at home who are on ProWrestling.Cool what's going on. So, if you head over to our sister website, ZoneCast.com, under the Takes Bakery banner, uh, there is a bunch of Storytime episodes where Oscar has explained to me the stories for Mortal Kombat 9, X, and 11. Hey y'all, John chiming in here with a quick editor's note. So, we've included links to all three of the previous Storytime Mortal Kombat episodes in the description to this very episode. So yeah, just uh, check the page over at ProWrestling.Cool or just in your favorite podcast app, and you can see the links to listen to the Mortal Kombat 9, Mortal Kombat X, and Mortal Kombat 11 episodes that Oscar and Owen already did. They're each about uh, 75, 80 minutes. Uh, So yeah, and I would definitely recommend that you listen to all three before uh, jumping in on this one. Unless you just really don't care about the other three games and just really want to hear what happens in Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. In which case, back to the episode. Yeah, uh, basically the new reboot trilogy. And it's been... It's been a trip. Yeah. I I remember the ending of 11, and boy, that's opened up a gate of tons of uh, possibilities. I'm sure they won't fuck it up with this DLC. So... This story DLC was sort of a sort of a surprise and sort of not really a surprise because they had data mined some stuff. But I was about 50-50 about, wait, are they actually going to add new story content? And holy shit, they added new story content to Mortal Kombat 11. So that's why we're back here. Because you gotta tell me the story. Because the story is not over. And it will never be over. So, Owen, I'll ask you, what do you remember from the end of Mortal Kombat 11? Uh, it was Raiden and the other guy. Liu Kang. Liu Kang. Uh, Liu Kang's a god. Raiden's normal dude. Mm Mm-hmm. And Liu Kang's all like, we're going back to the stir time and we're going to rewrite shit and make it cool. 
Yep. And then game ended. Yeah. So that's basically where Aftermath kicks off. Does Luke... Wait, does Luke Kang remake the universe? Well, I think this is the time for us to get in to Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Liu Kang, so the canonical ending is the one where it's Liu Kang and Raiden. Uh-huh. Not the one where it's Liu Kang and Katana. Hey, how does that happen? If you win in two rounds, then it's like the, it's the ending where it's like, Liu Kang's like, oh, I want to have Katana with me by my side. And Raiden's like, oh, okay. Why? Why Katana? Because Liu Kang wants to fuck Katana. As you do. Thank you, Mortal Kombat 1995 movie. Just repopulate the universe. Well, it's fine. But so, so anyway, so we're at, it's the dawn of time. Liu Kang is a fire god, and Raiden is a human. And Liu Kang, so he's about, he's now, he's at the hour, he's at Kronika's hourglass. And he's manipulating it. But the hourglass... Wait, Kronika's the villain from the last one. Yeah, Kronika's like the titan and the god of time. Uh So Liu Kang, he's manipulating the hourglass. But the Mm -hmm. hourglass starts to shatter. Oh no, he must win? Hey, maybe. Oh god damn it, why are things always cracking? (laughs) So the hourglass is starting to shatter. And then... This portal opens from the void, and out comes Shang Tsung, Fujin, and Nightwolf. So, people we've not seen before. We we've seen Shang Tsung and Nightwolf. They were in MK Nine. Fujin, and Fujin is Raiden's brother. He's the god of wind. That's exciting. So they were imprisoned by Kronika in the void because. You know, basically, they were too powerful. They were too powerful for Kronika to leave in the world. So she just left them in the void where they could witness everything happen, but without actually being able to do anything. They're just trapped in stasis. How'd they get out? They got out because Kronika. When Kronika died, they were released through the void. And they were traveling. How convenient it was that they ended up here. Well, they, they specifically they went there. Because Shang Tsung, he's like, Liu Kang, you you must stop now. When you killed Kronika, you destroyed her crown. And the crown, that's the power. The crown gives you the power to actually restart time. Without it, you're just going to shatter the hourglass and destroy the universe. Hell yeah, let's go. Now, now Raiden, now Raiden's all like, Hey yo, it's fucking it's Shang Tsung. This dude's the this dude's like the most snake. Why are we fucking trusting Shang Tsung? But then Fujin and Nightwolf are like, eh, look, we've been imprisoned with him in the void. He knows a lot about this crown, and you know, and it's like, well, Shang Tsung, why do you want to even help us? And he's like, well, when Kronika created me, it was only to do her bidding. So I hate Kronika. And I want my revenge by being able to 
you know, by being able to steal the crown and and take away all of Kronika's powers. But is Kronika already dead? Well, Kronika's already dead, but they need to go back in time to a point where the, where the crown isn't broken. Hold on a minute. Are you saying they need to go back in time and steal something? Yes. Is this a time heist? A time heist? Sort of. Time heist! So Liu Kang, so Liu Kang's like, well, let's just go back, let's just go back in time and I'll beat Kronika a different way so that we don't break the crown. But Shang Tsung's like, that's going to be way too risky. So why don't why? we go? Because it wouldn't, you know, it's like, well, you can't guarantee that you'll beat Kronika again. But isn't Liu Kang like a god now? Yeah, but, you know, even though he was a god, Kronika's a titan and titans are above gods. Well, why don't they just get the, the wind god to help? Well, so, instead, Shang Tsung's like, S you H can... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is there an Earth God? Uh, well, there's Cetrion. Yeah, Cetrion's the Earth God. Get him, get the Wind Dude, and get Liu Kang together. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Let's do it! Well, Cetrion's evil, though. Cetrion's on Kronika's side. Oh, man. So, no... No You're... fan reunion. Yeah. Oh, I thought I had something. Nah, but so, so Shang Tsung, he's like, well, why don't you send me back to the past and then we'll go to my island where the crown is being stored. And so Liu Kang, he go, he, he pulls, he pulls Fujin to the side and he's just like, hey, I know we, I know you got some bad vibes about this. I'm getting the same bad vibes about this. So... Go along with his plan. Just watch out, and if he tries to betray you, you have my full authority to just kill that motherfucker. Hell yeah. And so so they agree. They send Shang Tsung back into the past, along with Fujin and Nightwolf, to make sure that Shang Tsung doesn't betray them. This sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> so, y yeah, you know, we'll get there. So they go back in time, and they arrive at the point where Katana defeats Shao Kahn. So we're about midway through the, the original MK11 story now. Mm-hmm. So they figure, okay, well, everybody's distracted now, so we, we don't want people to notice that we're here, because it's going to alter the timeline too much. So let's just let's just get out and make a beeline for the island. But during the battle, while they escape, the collector notices them. And he follows them into the beast pen under the Colosseum. And so Fujin and Shang Tsung, they take care of the beasts, and Nightwolf he defeats Collector. And then Hold on, is it Collector with a K? It is Collector with a K. It's Sha okay. it's uh, Shao Kahn's tax guy. Okay, I'm, I'm done. He's, he's in the regular MK11 story, too. He just does jack shit. Well, he was doing this for Well, this this is stuff that didn't happen in the original one, because they've gone back in time, so there's there's a new timeline. Man. So, 
during the, you know, and so while this is all going on, Katana, he, she beats Shao Kahn, she becomes the new Khan. You know, this is, that still happens as normal. And so while the crowd's all distracted with the new, with the new Khan, Shang Tsung, Fujin, and Night Wolf, they escape the Coliseum. But, you know, they're mm -hmm. like, well, we've been seen, so we can't just go right to my island because someone's probably told Kronika now. You know, time is different now. We've altered the timeline. Because Collector now knows about us. Why and don't so, they go back in time before that and kill Collector before he notices? Because that would change the timeline. Collector doesn't die. Well, yeah, but then... Ugh, they can't... Travel is stupid. Yeah, it sure is. And there's a lot of time shit in here. Oh, God. So, so yeah, so it's like, well, we can't just go right to Shang Tsung's island because Kronika probably, she's, she's figuring out that we're trying to get the crown. And they're also like, well, we can't ask anyone, we can't ask any of our allies to help us because if they help us, then that's going to change the timeline even more. And so Shang Tsung's like, well, why don't we resurrect Sindel? Cause she did, cause she was dead during all of this, and so if we bring her back to life, you know that's not going to change the current time. That's not going to change anyone else's timeline. That's not true. So they revive. So they're like, well, we have to, we have to revive Sindel, but first we have to go to the Jinsei Chamber, and then take her to the Soul Chamber in Outworld. So that she's fully broken from any of Quan Chi's influence. Because she's a revenant right now. Mm -hmm. And so they go to the Jinsei chamber. Um, they find Frost and Geras, who are, who are two of Kronika's allies. They fucking send Geras to the Chaos Realm. Like, they just send him to a whole other dimension. Hold on, is it Chaos with a K? No, it's with a C. Fuck off. Oh, and it's the Chaos Realm. Of course they don't follow the rules. Uh, you're, you know what? Can't argue with that. So, they're going to the Nether Realm, but then Liu Kang's Revenant. Yeah, Nether Realm. He captures them, and they take them to the Bone Temple. And then... Wait, hold on, do you live in the Bone Temple? No. Shinnok's head lives in the Bone Temple. I wonder what the marrow tastes like. Probably not good, it's in the Nether Realm. And so now Sindel's Revenant and Nightwolf's Revenant, they're, they're going to torture Nightwolf, Fujin, and Shang Tsung. But Nightwolf uses, the pa uses his power. He frees himself. He frees everybody. And then he defeats Sindel. What's his power? The power of the natives. What? Nightwolf's a native. So he has all, like, native mystical powers. I don't know what that means. Like, he can summon spirit animals. Okay, there we go. Like, Native American. Guys. Yes. Indian yeah. stuff. Gotcha. Alright. Spirit animals, I get it. Yeah, so they they defeat Revenant Sindel and Revenant Nightwolf, but Shang Tsung, he gets, like, hurt real bad, and so Nightwolf drains the soul of Revenant Nightwolf to heal Shang Tsung, and then they take the unconscious body of Sindel, and they go to Outworld, and they go 
And they're like, okay, well, we need Shiva's help. Because Shiva's the guardian of the soul chamber. So, Shiva, she's another character. She, she's from MK3. She's a Shokan, so she's the same species as Goro. Okay. And Shiva, she's, she's the royal, she's like a royal guard, and she was sworn her whole life to protect Sindel no matter what. And so they take the coffin with Sindel's body into it, and they're like, Queen Shiva, we need your help. And she sees Sindel's body, and she's like, yes, I will help for my queen, my empress. So they go to the Deadpool, which is like this acid. Hold on. Deadpool's in this? No, dead space pool. Oh man, Deadpool's in space now? That's crazy. <laughs> man, th- yeah, this is actually just one elaborate Fortnite crossover. Finally! Put, 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 put the scorpion in, in Fortnite, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, alright. Uh, so... I mean, they have the, the you know, the hook... Yeah, already. But do it. But yeah, so in order to get to uh, in order to get to the soul chamber, Shiva has to take Sindel- Shiva has to take Sindel's body through the acid pits, which is called the Deadpool. Uh-huh. And just as they're about to make it out of the Deadpool, they get caught by Baraka and Aaron Black. They she fucks up Baraka and Aaron Black. She she kills them, or not kills them, but she like handles them. And handles, gotcha. And so they get in, they get into the soul chamber, and then Kotal Khan, he's healing himself because he got fucked up while trying to fight with Shao Khan. And so Kotal Khan's like, What are you doing here? I, no, I, I need to, I need to heal the soul chamber. And so it's like, and it's like, Nah, fuck you, Kotal. Queen Sindel needs this shit more than you. And so, they fuck up Kotal Khan, get Kotal Khan out of there, and then, so, they, they've got, she, uh, sorry, Sindel is now, she's in the soul, she's in the soul chamber, regenerating, and then Katana, she's like, hey, what's, what's going on, you know, f- why is Shang Tsung here? Shang Tsung is evil. He's gonna betray it, you know. Shang Tsung is evil. Why are you working with him? Like everybody knows that Shang Tsung is a snake. Mm-hmm. Shang Tsung has never been trustworthy. No one likes him, and the entire crux of this story is based on when is Shang Tsung gonna betray us? When's he gonna have his heel turn? Yes, he's voiced by Kerry Tagawa, who played Shang Tsung in the movie. And he is having the time of his life. Your soul is mine. Also, Fujin is very clearly inspired by Christopher Lambert's portrayal of Raiden in the Mortal Kombat movie. Okay. This story mode fucking rules. But anyway, so Katana is like, I'm gonna kill you, Shang Tsung. And then she was like, wait, no. He's okay right now. And so, and so Shiva gets Katana to stop interfering, and then, thanks to the power of the Jinsei in the Soul Chamber, Sindel, she's back to life as a human. You know, she's, or, you know, as an Adenian. 
you know, she's not a revenant anymore. She's fully restored. Mm -hmm. And finally then, so Shang Tsung, Fujin, Nightwolf, and Sindel, they go to Shang Tsung's island. They asked Shiva to come along, but she was like, no, I am duty-bound to guard here. So, but Shang Tsung, he winds up back at his island, and it's like, it's all in ruins, and they go to get Kronika's crown. But then, you know, Cabal and Jade's Revenants, they're there, which is where they were in the original story. Um, Nightwolf and Sindel, they stay, they stay up. So, you know... Shang Tsung and Fujin, they go underground to get the crown. Uh, Nightwolf, underground to get the crown. Yeah, Nightwolf and Sindel, they stay above ground to fight off Cetrion. And then Shang Tsung and Fujin, they're now in Goro's lair. And Fujin, he's like, Ha, so sorcerer, how long before you betray us, huh? And he's like, hmm, well, nothing can be said. But, uh, oh, God, these voices. But I won't betray you because we have a common goal. Ah, yes, sorcerer. I don't believe you, but I'm willing to make this alliance. So anyway, they get confronted I by... I hope someone takes these voice clips and puts them over the actual video. <laughs> they get confronted by Jax uh, and Noob Cybot because Jax... Jax, he's helping out Cetrion at this point. Like, or sorry, Jax is helping out Kronika because he's he believes that Kronika is going to help him get a better family. You can find Jax's whole backstory in our original MK11 episode. Yep, I remember. And so then Raiden comes, and Raiden's like, "Shine Song." Is it Raiden from this current time? It's Raiden from the past when Raiden was still a god. That's why I'm at, I'm at the. It's not from the future. Yeah, it's God Raiden. Mm -hmm. He's like Shang Tsung. What are you doing here? You're, and Shang Tsung's like, oh, no, I'm here to help, and uh, I'm explaining. I know all about Kronika's crown because she used me. Shang Tsung, I do not believe you. Fight! And then Fuden's like, no, brother Raiden. Shang Tsung is not our enemy this time. Oh. And then Raiden's like, Ah, oh, I see. Shang Tsung is not our enemy this time. <laughs> but uh, I still don't trust him. But so, they go back. So now we cut. Katana, is, she's the ruler. She's the ruler of... Uh, of AEW. She's the new Khan. Yeah, she's the new Khan. But Sindel, because Sindel is Katana's mother. And so Sindel, she's just like lying all in wait, like, you know, lying down on a chaise long and these slaves are fanning her. You know, she looks like fucking Cleopatra. Uh-huh. And, and, Sindel, and Sindel's like, oh, Katana, I've so missed being alive and it's wonderful to see you. But then as soon as Katana leaves the room, she's like... Oh, Katana, you're so weak. I hate you, Katana. You know, you're, you're, you're such a disappointment to me. You take after your father. I, I left your father for, Sha for Shao Kahn, because I love Shao Kahn. And so, Sindel goes down to where Shao Kahn's being imprisoned, and she saves Shao Kahn and brings Shao Kahn back to life. Or not back to life, but she's like, 
Oh, husband, I've missed you so much. Oh, Queen Sinel and his eyes, Shao Kahn. I, I love you too so much. What? Ah, and and Sindel's all like, yes, my old husband Jared was such a weak. I love you, Shao Kahn. I love you. This sucks. So, Sindel and Shao Kahn are together. And Sindel's like, my daughter Katana is such a disappointment. If she was truly a good Khan, she would have killed you rather than keep you alive. And because she's so weak, I'm gonna, I'm gonna restore the real Khan. So, Shao Kahn and Sindel, they're, they're now the evil power couple. And you get to, for the first time... You get to play as the bad guys because everything is fucking evil. Wait, evil's in the game? No, but I mean, Noob Cybot's in the game and he does say, Welcome to my darkness world. So, evil's in this game. Awesome. Everything is evil. Yeah. Especially the end of fucking. Especially the end of MK11 Aftermath. Oh? So, yeah, so Sindel, so they, we then cut and, and it's like, we're going to send the armies to the Sea of Blood. because And this is now kind of back in line with what was happening in the original thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Nightwolf, Nightwolf, Shang Tsung, and Fujin, they have the crown now. So they're going to the Sea of Blood, where there's going to be the big final confrontation, or where they're advancing their armies. And then, so it's like, well, we should go to the Sea. We should go to the Sea of Blood. And then, but Sindel and Shao Kahn, they overhear this, so they also go to the Sea of Blood, and fuck shit up. So, like, Cassie Cage and Johnny Cage are there, and they're like. Hey, what the fuck, Shao Kahn? And then it's like, oh, well, it's time for us to kill Cassie Cage and Johnny Cage. And so they fuck up Johnny Cage, and I think Johnny Cage might actually be dead now. No! I'm not sure if he's dead, but he got it pretty bad from Shao Kahn. This sucks. Kotal Kahn's dead. They get onto the fucking boat at the Sea of Blood. Sindel... Does does Robocop show up and save the day? No, Robocop's not in this. Oh. So, like, yeah. So, fucking Sindel. Sindel, she's walking on her hair. She's doing her banshee scream. Kotal Khan gets his head cut off. Kotal Khan's fucking dead, and he just dies off screen. You know, Kung, Kung Lao, he throws his razor hat, but then Sindel, she just catches it and smirks like... Oh, Kung Lao, you're gonna have to do better than that. And she fucking throws Kung Lao's hat back at Kung Lao and hurts, and Kung Lao can't even catch his own hat. It hurts him, because Kung Lao's a fucking bitch compared to Sindel and Shao Kahn. Shit. And then Liu Kang and Katana come. They fuck up Liu Kang and Katana, the past versions. Everything, everything for the good guys is looking real fucking bad right now. So wait, what happens if Liu Kang and Raiden die? Well, they don't die. No, but I say, what would happen if they died? Would, they would... It would fuck up time real bad. 
Yeah, but it's setting. Aren't they supposed to be the ones? Uh, yeah. No. Jesus. Yeah. They. Time, time already seems kind of fucked right now. Yeah, by bringing back Sindel, they made the timeline worse. Great. Yeah. And then, so they go, so now we cut to the Shirai Ryu Fire Gardens just after, uh, just after modern day Hanzo Hisashi dies. And it's like, and so we, we flash and we're now at the point, do you remember the cutscene in the original one where Raiden's like, where, where Liu Kang and Raiden had their argument and Raiden's like, wait, no, it's Kronika's fate that we do this all the time. And then it cuts them to fighting in every single game. Yeah. So uh-huh. we, we we see just... So that's the point in time where we're at. But just as that argument's about to start, young Raiden sees... Young Raiden, he sees Shang Tsung, and he's like, Shang... Sorcerer! I don't trust... I still don't trust you. You're evil. And then Fujin and Nightwolf are like, No! Brother! You must trust us. Shao Kahn is, Shang Tsung is okay. And and then Kronika comes. But but so they have the crown now. And with the powers of with the and so Raiden Fujin eventually, you know, Shang Tsung beats Fujin and Raiden. And then they're like and then Raiden's like, okay, fine, Shang Tsung, I trust you here. But you know, I need. And then Kronika comes, and Kronika's like, "Ah, you're all here. You're all here, but you've been altering the timeline, and you clearly you've been busy. But you know, why do you think? You know, why are you trusting Shang Tsung with the crown? Don't you know he invented it? And they're like, "What the fuck? Why didn't you tell us that?" And Shang Tsung's like, Wait, "What?" Yeah, Shang Tsung invented Kronika's crown. He has, he knows all the power of it, and he wasn't shit. So this is the point where Shang Tsung, he he hasn't betrayed them yet. He's just like, well, if I told you, you know, it wasn't this wasn't necessary information here. You know, mm-hmm. I I just told you enough so that you would trust me and get and get us there. And so, fucking Raiden. Fujin, Liu Kang, and Shang Tsung with his... Because Shang Tsung, he's holding the crown, and that gives him, like, fucking god powers. All four of them, they're holding Sindel at bay, or they're holding Kronika at bay, and they fucking defeat Kronika. Like, you know, Kronika retreats, and then... And then Shang Tsung, he's looking at the crown, and... He gives them the crown back, but then, after he gives the crown back, Shang Shang Tsung kills everyone. He kills Nightwolf. He kills Fujin. He kills Raiden. And now, Shang Tsung has the power of the crown. Shang Tsung is young again. He's a, He has the t- fucking Time God powers now. And he goes, and then he defeats Kronika with his Time God powers. And he runs into Fire God Liu Kang back at the dawn of time. So now we're back to the point where the story started. And wait, and Raiden is not there now. Well, Moral Raiden's still there. What? How? Actually, wait, no, Raiden's not there. 
Yeah, because he died. Yeah. And he died in the past, so he's dead in the present. Yeah, so fucking... Shao Kahn and Sindel fucked up a bunch of people and killed them. Shang Tsung killed the rest of them. And now we're back at the dawn of time. And Liu Kang is... And fire god Liu Kang, he's just like... Huh. Well, I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen, Shang Tsung. For you see... My hourglass told my hourglass told me that you must defeat everybody. You must win because you're the only one that was able to get the crown. Owen, he must win. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck so, off. A cracked a cracked MacGuffin with time powers told a god that they that someone must win except the hourglass is way fucking better than the amulet because it was very specifically like shang sung must be successful in killing everyone because this is the only way to get the crown back in time fuck off so is that how it ends no there's two endings all right there's two endings depending on who you pick for the final fight. Because you can do the final fight either as Liu Kang or Shang Tsung. Okay. So sh- I'll do Shang Tsung's ending first because this Which is Which great- one's canon? We don't know yet. Oh boy. Liu Kang's ending feels like it might be more canonical. But they could both theoretically springboard into a very interesting Mortal Kombat game. Alright, tell me. So... Shang Tsung, if Shang Tsung wins, Shang Tsung, he has the crown, he has full control of time, and he rewrites time. Now Shang Tsung is the ultimate god, and Raiden and Fujin are his servants. And just everything is bad, and, you know, Shang Tsung is just the ultimate guy. Uh-huh. If Liu Kang wins, Liu Kang rewrites history. And then we see Fire God Liu Kang. He smiles at Raid and he's like, thank you for all your work. Because, you know, he's restarting time so everyone that's dead isn't dead anymore because time is starting over. But, um, we cut, we go back now and we see this village. And this is very clearly like a long time ago. Because Fire God Liu Kang, he goes into this hut where this guy is working. And he's like, excuse me, are you Kung Lao? But it's not the Kung Lao we know. It's Great Kung Lao. Kung Lao's ancestor, who's the one that stopped Shang Tsung from winning the 10th tournament for Outworld like 100,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And like 10 tournaments before MK1. So, yeah, he's like, Are you Kung Lao? And then the guy turns around, he sh- and then Liu Kang's like, I, I am Liu Kang. And Great Kung Lao's like, It is an honor to meet you, Great Lord Liu Kang. And then Liu Kang's like, We have much work to do. And that's the end. 
So the next one's going to take place in the past? It seems like it, which is one of the things that I'm actually sort of would be very excited to see a Mortal Kombat game set like way before it's usually set. It gives you a lot of opportunity to have new characters and tell like a new story that's not just a retread. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, you could probably, depending on depending on how fast and loose they play it with their time frame, you could get a roster of characters. You could get, like, Bihan Sub-Zero again. You could get Scorpion before his clan is all killed. You know, you could, like, you could well, actually... I thought you said it was 100,000 years before... Well, each tournament is... It's not... A, no, probably not 100,000 years. I think it's, like, 5,000 years. So those are those people do they live that long? Well, Scorpion is immortal. Big Scorpion a baby, you cowards. Uh babalities were an MK9 thing. Yeah, but make a, per- a perpetual babality. Yeah, all right. But I mean like even if you don't have the only reason I say it is cuz they're probably not going to ever make an MK game without Sub-Zero and Scorpion in it. Mhm. But, you know, it's like you could probably have, like, see see the Lin Kuei and the Shirai Ryu, like, way before any of the shit we know about them happened. You know, fucking have... have bring Shinjuku back. But but have Scorpion and Sub-Zero, like, there anyway, just for yeah. his more combat. You know, like, we can have Great Kung Lao, you know, we can have... Young Shang Tsung before he was rejuvenated. You know, there's a lot of interesting potential that they could do. Hmm. Yeah. That's I cool. really, I really liked the MK11 aftermath story. I thought this, from your description, it sounded good at the beginning, and it kind of lulled in the middle, and then it kind of got okay at the end. It's very. A lot of people pointed out. So, it's very likely there's going to be one more story expansion based on what's been rumored. I bet you it's an alternate universe one with the with the bad ending. Well, but the you know, as a lot of people point out, it's like, this feels like a really grim middle part. You know, this is MK11's Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. You know, so they need, you know, you can't just end on everybody dying... And just everybody being dead except for Liu Kang. Put Lance Archer in the game. Everybody dies. It's fine. Yeah, all right. Yeah, she has an actual murder hawk. Sure. That would actually. And, and, and Jake the Snake's just in the background for no reason. No, I don't want Jake the Snake in an M rated game where he can be as misogynistic as possible. Oh, it's not going to stop him. Don't you worry. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Where he can be as misogynistic as possible without any limits. Oh, man. Okay. You know, hey, at least... At least TNT can step in and say, Hey, no. Cut it out. (laughs) You don't think Abu can do that? Oh, wait, no, they had Ronda Rousey. Never mind. Yeah. You know what the best part about this story mode was? No, no Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Rousey. <laughs> they She's too busy being male and on the internet about wrestling fans. Yeah. But yeah, you know, the the story 
I feel like it fixed a lot of the issues with the regular MK11 story in the sense of just having a couple chapters where you get to play as the villain makes the villains not look like punk bitches. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first time in a while Shanks, uh, Shao Kahn has actually looked good. Mm-hmm. You know, it fleshes out Collector and Geras, who were characters that really didn't have much time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that seems neat. I'm curious. I am curious if they actually do another part to fuck this up even more, though. The thing is, this was pretty short. Like, it was only five... Ch- it's only five chapters. How much did it cost? So, the entire expansion pack is 40 bucks. Oof. Which comes with this story mode, three new characters, and a bunch of costumes. Uh, that's kind of rough, though. I, on- I didn't think... I honestly didn't think it was that awful because like a character just a character on its own is eight bucks i would have liked if it was all this but it was like a mini season pass on characters and you like get like three more yeah they're probably so they alongside this if you didn't buy if you didn't buy mk11 at launch you can now buy mk11 plus the season pass plus aftermath for 70 bucks that's not bad yeah, so, like, you know, you get... Because you also need to have the season pass for Aftermath because the season pass includes Shang Tsung, Nightwolf, and Sindel. Right. So, you... Like, you need to... Ha- like, Aftermath requires the previous DLC. Mm-hmm. If you didn't... Or, sorry, Aftermath on its own is 30 bucks, I believe, and the Aftermath with the combat pack is 40 Okay, it's still not great, but... But again, you know, a character on its own is eight bucks. That's still a lot of money. Yeah, but, you know, think about... It's the same price as, like, a Smash character costs, and think about the amount of work that is put into... Smash character is six bucks, and it comes with a stage. Yeah, this is eight bucks, and it comes with a bunch of costumes, skins for other characters. The The Aftermath expansion also includes three new stages... Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm just bad at pricing for fighting games. Fighting game, I get why fighting games are expensive. Mm-hmm. Because, hey, turns out developing a character is uh, time consuming. Especially if you want it to be balanced yeah. for tournament play. And from what I understand, MK11 is actually a pretty balanced game. Good. You know, like, there's characters that suck. Fucking, until this latest patch, Shao Kahn was one of them. Mm-hmm. Raiden is not a very good character. But, like, generally speaking... Generally speaking, you can be competitive with any character. Alright, so you should stream of you playing some online Mortal Kombat. I am very bad at online Mortal Kombat. Oh, I want to watch that, then. It, I'm not bad in a fun way, though. And the pro- the problem is, is that... When I play online MK, I actually don't talk a lot. It's it's just you are watching low... You just get mad? I don't even really get mad. It's just a matter... Like, like that's the problem. I'm not very good at 
I can't stream stuff that requires intense focus because I can't be an entertaining person and I'm actually sort of emotionless when I play focused. Fair. Yeah, but um yeah, I mean the DLC, you know, the DLC that they added, you know, it's 10 new characters if you buy everything. In addition to the characters that are in the new Aftermath mode, you also get Terminator, Joker, Spawn, and RoboCop. Mm-hmm. RoboCop fucking rules. Yeah, I heard you the other week talk about uh, on I'd Rather Not Talk About something about RoboCop. RoboCop's ending is fucking great. We'll just end on that. Just tell me about the RoboCop Tower finale and then we'll get out of here. So... When you finish the tower with RoboCop. Because every tower ending is basically the character defeats Kronika and now they're the god of time and they can restart history to do whatever they want. So like Jax restarts histories to to create a world where racism doesn't exist. Oh, I mean, yeah, he should win. Jax fucking rules. What about uh, Joker? Uh, Joker create Joker goes to Chaos Realm, and he just decides like I have ultimate power. I'm just gonna fuck all the shit up because I love chaos. That's and jo- Joker just fucking kills everyone. Joker kills yeah. Johnny Cage. Does he kill Batman? Um, Batman is. I think it is implied that in his new timeline, Batman never exists. What? You can't have the Joker without Batman? Get out of here. You can have the Joker if the Joker is like, I'm going to make it, I'm going to erase Batman from history. Oh, I hate this. I never want this to happen. Um, But also Joker goes to Chaos Realm and like becomes best friends with Havoc. Sure. Who's the god of chaos. Tell me about RoboCop. So RoboCop, he looks through all of time and he's like, Everywhere I go, I just see that the cops are just greedy, corrupt. You know... You don't say. You know, every, you know, like, o- OCP, they, you know, they, they sell to the cops and the criminals. But the cop, you know, the cops are awful and... He looks through time and he notices, basically, throughout history... Striker is the only good cop that ever existed. That checks out. And so he reforms time where all cops are in the image of him and Striker and basically just turns back time so that all the police are actually good now. All cops are Robocop. Yes, Robocop rewrites history to make police not suck. And if that's... If that's not the most 2020 ending, completely unintentionally. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. Yeah. Alright, Oscar. I think Mortal Kombat might be okay. Mortal Kombat fucking rules. We'll do this again if that third story expansion drops. Oh, God. Or if the next Mortal Kombat game comes out, whichever comes first. You know, one more thing was added in Aftermath. What? And that's Friendships. I asked all those. Those are fun. Owen, ending this podcast right now, that's my friendship to you. Thank you, Oscar. That means a lot. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I hope you found it enlightening or enjoyable or something to listen to. 
Tweet me at Osog the Great if you hated it. Give me any feedback whatsoever. Do it, you cowards. Yeah. And, you know, head to ProWrestling.cool for the latest wrestling content. Which, like... Quick, tie us into wrestling. Um, I mean, fucking Jax is a wrestler. Ronda Rousey's in this. Oh, never mind. This Um, This was a mistake. This was a mistake. WWE Hall of Famer Arnold Schwarzenegger plays the Terminator. Oh, God, this is getting worse. All right, that's it for this. Uh, Casual Friday, we'll be back next week with more weird things. This, This website's weird. Bye. Test your mic. this podcast was brought to you by the zonecast network executive produced by owen douglas visit zonecast.com for more shows 